Welcome to the jungle, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that was not good. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ecom Growth Show. Let's go. But guys, today we're talking about healthy frictions. We're going to start about healthy frictions in life, move that into business, move that into e-commerce, and then even talk about some seasonality around it. You know what I think a great example is, Rob, real quick? Yeah. And I'm not going to jump around in your notes, don't worry. Yeah, no worries. It's actually my mullet. Mm. Up top, it's pretty (laughs) short, but I got this healthy friction back here (laughs) where... It's getting pretty long. And the only way to be successful is to have both, right? I think so, yeah. It's a balance I want to be both. a business guy like right now, look straight on, no one knows. Yep. When I walk into the club, I let the back down, <laughs> and, you and start, that's what people see me swinging around. And when you bounce a little bit, the mullet kind of bounces. It does bounce, yeah. In fact, you took a video of me, <laughs> this guy, I didn't even know it. My wife's like, did you see the video of you on Instagram today on Rob's Instagram? I was like, no. She's like, look, it's just me on a treadmill with my mullet bouncing up and down caption. Look this at day, this guy's mullet. To this day, I have never had a more successful Instagram story in my life. I got so many responses out of that. And all I said is I said, look at this guy's mullet. <laughs> <laughs> and like some people knew it was you, some people didn't, didn't, but everybody appreciated it. And that's a great example of a healthy friction. All right. Sorry. No, but it, it, it opens me up to my main talking point, And that is you need a healthy balance of both, you know, opposing forces create momentum yeah. and it's, it's a really good thing. And, and without, without a healthy friction in your body at a molecular cellular level, if there's no movement in there, no opposing forces, you actually end up with what some would call death. Yes. If there's no friction in there, that's when everything's done. And so the same can be true about you in in life and in business. And and some of the common ones we see in business is going to be, you know, sales and marketing, especially yeah. in like a service-based business where you have you have your marketing that goes out and uh, connects with prospects, generates leads, and then you have your sales team which is yeah. meant to convert those. And there, there always seems to be a disconnect that, between the two. the classic disconnect. <laughs> and it's a healthy friction because uh, on one hand, you know, and, and the important thing, my, my second main talking point is that healthy friction is good when they're both pointed at the same goal. Yep. So you have one, one goal, you're trying to achieve the same thing, but there's, there's two different pieces and two different ways to get there. And so, the marketing department, they're like, hey, if we're going to hit this goal, if we're going to grow, we're going to get in front of hundreds of thousands of people, generate thousands of leads, and uh, and that's going to that's going to be how we hit our goal. And then the salespeople are like, you know, much more much more interested in converting, right? Because they're they're paid off commissions and stuff like that. And so we always see the two departments blaming each other, where it's like. <laughs> Let's be, it's mainly sales, actually. No, but it's, it's like, it's like, hey, we don't have enough leads. Yeah. And we're not going to hit our goal because we don't have enough leads. And then we, we crank up the lead volume and then they're like, oh, we, these leads aren't very good quality. <laughs> <laughs> and it's yep. kind of this thing. And then, you know, marketing's like, well, well, what do you want? And there's just naturally like. Saying, what, what'd you do with this lead? What'd you do with this one? This looks like a good application. 
But the point is they're on the same team mm-hmm. and we don't see the blame all the time. You know, they're no. kind of, I know it's more a lot funny of, than it's anything. more funny. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. playful. But w- what we are saying is there's that friction there of let's get better together. Mm-hmm. We exist separate in some senses. And when we do come together, there's just, uh, there's a tension there. There's a friction. Yeah. And then when you're looking at it, uh, from an e-commerce perspective, you always have traffic and then you have website conversion. Yeah. And if you have those separated, you know, to two different people or two different departments, you're always going to see that healthy, healthy friction there where one person's like, Hey, we need more traffic to hit our goals. And the other person's like, I don't care how much traffic you get. If they don't convert, it doesn't matter. And, and you, you really need both. You need a healthy balance of both. Let's talk about Republicans versus Democrats. That's probably a good one. It's a healthy friction, right? Mm-hmm. It's a weird thing to bring up because people are like, oh my gosh, politics. But what do you have to say? I like, I like the bipartisan approach where maybe you do have extremes on both sides sometimes, but that's what creates this massive middle ground where it doesn't get too lopsided. Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's a big example in our country right now, but it exists in lots of different areas. Uh-huh. And then another like really, really common one that we see in business And the reason that this came up as a topic is just because it's been so heavy on me because we've just implemented the other side of this healthy friction and it's felt like an enormous pendulum swing. And that is this difference between um, being very systematically driven, you know, in your processes, in your policies, even in the way you you, uh, are a leader, the way you show up as a leader, your leadership is very systematic or very organic. You know, we're talking emotionally driven, uh, relationally driven, you know, and ones, you know, you need systems and you need freedom, you need a process and, and you need just very organic things. And we've always, we've always uh, erred on the side of organic, very relational, very emotional, giving, giving people in our team a lot of freedom to do, um, as long as we have the same common goal, as long as we're going after the same thing, we've given people a lot of freedom in how to get there. And that's created a lot of leaders in our business because they don't feel like they're put in a box. Yep. Problem is you grow your team by double in a few short months <laughs> and you need systems to be able to take care of it. And, yeah. and it's just our, the size of our team has outgrown our capacity to have individual relationships with people where you can maintain a very organic, uh, free environment. I like what you said there, too, about how we brought that in and it was uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Because I think a lot of people sometimes push away things that are different. They don't Mm -hmm. want the friction there because maybe somehow it proves they're wrong or they're not doing it their way, so they don't want it in their business. Mm -hmm. But something that's been helpful for us is always inviting that friction in whether it's through coaches or now through Josh in some ways, our new COO who's really running the operations, very organized, thinks about things very differently, not very, but a little differently than we do, Mm -hmm. but same goals, same, same same values, same values. And it's brought us together and it's much more effective Mm -hmm. and feels much better than it did when we were initially going through it. Mm-hmm. I guess it felt like more friction at first too when we're making all these big changes, and then yeah. it's kind of like now, now we're in the flow together. But I'm just saying, don't don't avoid bringing the healthy friction into your business because you're worried about disagreeing with someone or mm-hmm. uh, being proved wrong. There's actually a beautiful middle 
synchronic, <laughs> synchronistic. Is that the right word? Yeah. You sync up and you just push forward. <laughs> yeah. And it's always going to feel like a pendulum swing. Um, because yeah. when, when we, we did have, uh, pretty good SOPs, standard operating procedures, a very, you know, very clear about what our goals are, but, you know, just really kind of lacked on things like um, tracking and accountability and just kind of basing a lot of our progress on like gut feelings. Mm -hmm. Well, now we're in a place where it's like, there's a lot going on in a lot of different places and we need to figure out, are we making progress? Where are the red flags? How can we identify these quickly and, and resolve them quickly? And it just takes systems. It just takes proper reporting, accountability. And the, the pendulum swing is it's like, you know, I thought we were this small, nimble company free to do whatever we want and really thrive in our strengths. And now you're wanting to put me in a box. Like that's what that's what the pendulum swing feels like. And it's like, yes. But no, <laughs> it's like we don't it, it feels like that. But at the same time, we need to meet in, in the middle. And, mm-hmm. you know, what got us here won't get us where we're wanting to go in 10 years. And so it's always easier to implement those systems as you're as you're smaller. And so yeah. if you always have an open mind about um, about healthy frictions and and you're not like just building up a brick wall against something because you have a a trigger there or some type of bad experience where, where you're trying to say like, Oh, we're never going to do it this way. Um, you're going to be much better off. Yeah. And another thing I like another healthy friction is we we talk about this a lot, but vision and doing the day to day working yeah. to, to accomplish that vision. You really have to have both because if you're only working the day to day and you can only see what's right in front of you, you're going to burn out very quickly because you won't see where you're going mm-hmm. and it's going to be burnout. But if you only have vision and you can't bring it to the present and map out how to get there, then that's not very good either. Cause you're almost just like living in utopia in a sense in your head and you, with mm-hmm. no action plan. Mm-hmm. I think there's a beautiful marriage of those as well, where it's like, all right, I got my vision. I know where I'm going and here's the action steps to get there. Let's go. Yeah. Any other healthy frictions before I really bring down the hammer and and drop the healthiest one of all that is going to be relevant to everybody? That's the that was my last one. So guys, the last one is the balance between work and rest. A person without rest is a per a per person without wisdom. I re say that for me. me. Resay that I, for me, I, well, real quick. It was a Mike Tw- Mike Tyson quote, so I just no, just kidding. <laughs> okay, all right. Let me let me rip that again. The balance between work and rest. A person without rest is a per- person. You did it again, bro. A, per- a person without wisdom. So just so I know, you're saying a person without rest. Or no, a person that does not rest is mm-hmm. a person without wisdom. Yeah, and it's so easy in an in, in a achievement oriented culture to always be overvaluing work. Yeah, and everybody around you is going to tell you the only way you're going to get what you want is through work, but you have very little wisdom in that because wisdom and rest is what's going to give you the longevity to actually get there. Yeah, which by the way, we're still learning how to rest ourselves. This isn't something that just came naturally to us. 
we did set boundaries and, and worked within a certain time frame, but still after work, I'm thinking about work a lot of times and not fully entering, you know, rest, mm-hmm. but it's a journey that we're on that we really prioritize and think is really important. I mean, Robbie told me today or yesterday that, you know, sometimes it feels like you're skipping school when you leave work early. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Sorry for exposing. No, it's, and I haven't worked through it, so I don't have all the answers there. But, um, you know, one thing our mentor told us in that closed, very private conversation, no, just kidding. (laughs) It was, uh, it was, you know, are you a person who, who has value in the hours that you show up or the results you create? Yeah. And let me expose myself real quick since I exposed you. <laughs> Let's all expose ourselves. So, so for me, I like you know. I think that certain like working really hard is what got me here. Not necessarily working mm-hmm. really smart. Sometimes is what I believe. So I was having the similar feelings. If I'd leave work early, uh, I would be like, "Oh no, it's all gonna like fall apart because I'm not there working." Mm-hmm. And then I have to take a step step back and realize, no, actually there's a team now that we built. That's a lot better than we are in these areas, you know, but I, it's just reminding myself of that being like, Oh, I can rest easy knowing, you know, these people got certain things taken care of. The last thing we want is Daniel in somebody's ad account spending tens of thousands. You, you, don't, you don't want me in that. He account. scales fast. You don't want like me <laughs> responding to client emails either. <laughs> I'm totally joking. You're great. You're a great great strategist and account manager. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, those are all really great points. And it's, it's so easy to just lose sight of that. And especially right now, you know, we, we speak very directly to the e-commerce industry and that is a very seasonal industry. And right now you're in a huge push season. This is the holiday quarter four shopping season where people are going to make a huge percentage of their annual income, their annual revenue. So it's really easy in a push season to develop bad habits of overworking. And so if you're not very intentional and aware of what your seasons are, what that, that work rest balance is, you're going to actually develop bad habits and you're going to go, you're going to move into, uh, you know, the latter part of quarter one, you're going to be blown up. We're going to have all these habits around just pushing and pushing and pushing, pushing. And then, <laughs> gosh, I cannot talk to Bro, that's okay. And then come July, you're going to burn out. So That's so good. So all that to say. Enjoy the holidays a little bit. And we, we're we going to rest. We're going to take a oh, week off here for the podcast, week, week and a half, something two like weeks. that. Yeah, two, two weeks. weeks. And uh, we're going to see you guys. In 2021, and you guys better be ready to go because uh, we learned a lot in the early part of last year that we're really excited to share. Yep, and um, really flipped a lot of our preconceived ideas on its head last year around you know when is the best time to grow an e-commerce store, and uh, dude just found so many freaking opportunities in quarter one. We sure did, and in quarter two. I can't wait to explore those, Rob. Yeah. So anyways, guys, happy holidays and uh, we'll see you in the new year.